<clears throat> yeah, no, so Ooh. Battle Royale is like the one where it's all, it's like a Korean movie. I think it's Korean and it's all of these kids. It's like the Hunger Games. It's like all of these kids on an island and they're killing each other, but they're all actually played by kids. And it's like oh, really? really ruthlessly violent. It's really crazy, but it's it's awesome. As far as those kind of movies, like Lord of the Flies things are concerned. But hmm. but uh, yeah, Jordan, we're just talking about movies. Movies? Yeah. You know, me as the movie expert. You are not the movie expert. Jordan's like, let me tell you about the expert. new Transformers movie. <laughs> 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 no okay I have okay no we have to talk about this for a second because I fucking Nick you're one of these people dude you're kind of like those jaded movie fans bro like you you are I didn't like, even say anything yet no you like jumped are, on bro, me it's so no listen it's fucking bullshit because like all right if I bring and Nick you might like these movies because they're cool but the prime example is Transformers okay I'm also a 10 year old boy who loves flashing lights and giant robots smashing into each other okay thank you because it's fucking bullshit when people like bash movies like transformers but they are bad movies they're object they they're they're good movies in the sense that it's really good special effects that makes billions of dollars but it's a bad movie in like storytelling um no it's entertaining as hell i mean i know people who i feel are are aren't jaded about movies like i i feel like i know enough people who i don't consider like jaded movie snobs who still will say that transformers is literally everybody says that the only person that hasn't said uh like oh hey i I love transformers is jordan jordan is the only person that i know that actually likes the transformers no no here's the thing they're cool now listen this is the the weird don't get me wrong it's not like it's not like it's just the best story ever told okay because at a certain point after like the second or third one it's like it's repetitive and it's like not as yeah big. because Optimus Prime dies in almost all of them. <laughs> <laughs> but but let's just talk about let's even let's just take the first one as an example. Like people, the first one's good. No, no, you can't use the first one as an example. Why because not? It was, because it wasn't a cash grab. All the other ones after that were cash grabs. They were like, oh, we can make billions of dollars. Well, let's set this one in China all so right. we can get the Chinese. Well, let's just take one of the let's take one of the ones with a completely different plot, like Age of Extinction. Okay. Yes, like, let's take but, Age of Extinction right, for, for example. Because, because people will say hold that. On, that hold, on, hold on, hold let, on. Let Evan say this. Yeah, first of all, just to everybody out there, uh, welcome to our Transformers podcast. Uh, <laughs> where uh, we talk uh, about Transformers movies. That's, that's kind of what we're... <laughs> all I'm saying, right all I'm saying is if... I, and all I'm saying is if that movie came out in the fucking 50s, people would walk out no of the... No fucking shit. No shit. Yeah, in the fifties, they thought that World of the Worlds was real. Then why can't we appreciate it? It's fucking. It's at least cool. Hold on. Can I tell you why we can't appreciate it? Like this is the actual reason why. Is because there are better movies that basically do the same thing. The Avengers. The hold on, hold on. Marvel has set up twenty ten years of twenty two movies that are not only humongous blockbusters that tell compelling stories. Transformers doesn't do that. They show they, okay. they show jailbait like fucking you know Megan Fox named Michaela named Michaela Bay. Her name was Michaela Bay That's after Michael Bay. Nick Nick so weird, comparison right? comparison is the thief of joy. Don't do this. You're no, stealing you have to, you from have the joy of the Transformers production. Okay, it's quality and, shit. And, and, it's, it's not, not quality. I'm not, I'm not trying to show you. 
listen, I'm not trying to shit on Jordan's opinion here. Like, I, I know where but he's it's bad. Transformers. We've had this conversation before. Like, you yeah, maybe yeah, not in front of maybe not in front of Bell Nation at the beginning of our Taco Bell podcast <laughs> right now. In front but, of millions um, of people. We have talked about this. I just, uh, it's the thing is, is Jordan. I feel like you just will stick your neck out for for the Transformers movies. Yeah, well, only like, because stock in Hasbro or something. It's because <laughs> shut up. It's because it's because like they're so attacked, and I'm all I'm saying is it's at least cool. If you're gonna defend, if you're gonna defend something big and bad, defend like the Justice League or something, okay? Don't that defend a was terrible. terrible. And, and also, if you, think, take, if you take if you take any movie and you put it back to the '50s, it's gonna look crazy. If you took the new Smurfs and put it back, <laughs> that piece of shit would blow everybody's mind. So. Hey, Hank Azaria as as the fucking bad guy is is pretty good. Okay, I, I actually I I'm not trying to shit on the Smurfs. I have not seen the Smurfs. It just looks like it would be a bad movie. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> I don't know. But. I just can't believe this man said that Justice League was worse than the Transformers. Like, bro, Justice League was terrible. Justice it was, League was, it was terrible. Yeah, it was bad, but way worse. Like, not worse. Excuse me, than the Transformers. Because nah, the Transformers, they had bad jokes. They had really racist stereotypes. Some of the worst, like, like the, some of the worst movies that came out in recent history were Suicide Squad and definitely Justice League. They were so bad. But Age of Extinction, that was amazing. That Dark, was side of the, <laughs> Dark Side of the Moon, that is, uh, that is cinema at, at, oh, listen, at its listen, finest. They, they, weren't, they weren't incredible movies, but they were at least cool. And and that's like for sure, like at least acknowledging, like yeah, that was a cool movie. We the just only watched. good, only good Transformer movie that has come out within the past ten years is Bumblebee. If you haven't seen it, it's I absolutely have. amazing. I it have. is so it, good. It's a little corny. It's a little. Oh corny. my god. Okay. But, I, I should have said it wrong. sucks. I should have said it sucks. <laughs> so you're like, oh my god, it's amazing. It's it's it, Martin Scorsese <laughs> should have directed it. <laughs> I mean, it was it's it was still cool. It just you know it was a little it was corny. Yeah, it wasn't as good as uh, it wasn't. Uh, excuse me, it was better than the Irishman, right? Right, Jordan. I, unfortunately, I haven't seen that one yet. It's so long, I don't dude, It's like the longest movie ever. Like I'll never watch it. Maybe Breaking it's set up it's, in a in a series. It's okay. It's okay. It's no Transformers three. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, uh, let's go ahead and start the show. show i'm your host nick ortiz and with me as always is devin hanley and of course the doritos in this holy trinity jordan cravings Krennic. what up y'all let's get the it. sound of the train rolling into taco bell station <laughs> lots of um, shit happening this week yeah well you know today we're talking about commercials and more specifically more specifically, uh, the iconic Taco Bell commercials and jingles of the past. And um, this is going to be a two-part series. This is actually our first two-part series. 
uh, on Taco Bell. And this first episode, we really just want to focus on the 70s, 80s, uh, and then, of course, the 90s movie tie-in promotions. Uh, you know, we wanted to do uh, the 90s and uh, 2000s. We wanted to have, like, its own episode because uh, the 90s was just humongous for Taco Bell. You know, not only did they have uh, a bunch of movie promotions, but, of course, they had the era of the Taco Bell dog. Uh, R.I.P. Gidget. Um, and, uh, you know, that's just a, such a humongous era that uh, we have to give it its own episode. Yeah, um, I'm excited to do our first two-parter. Like, um, come on, it's been four episodes. Our episode four, we're already <laughs> doing two-parters. I'm excited about that. I'm really excited to, you know, um, for, for me, this is going to be like a real trip down kind of memory lane. Because, you yeah. know, we remember we were part of that generation that was really big in the Taco Bell primetime in the, in the 90s. Oh, so yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to, to, to dive into this. Um, I'm especially, you know, and without really ruining, trying to ruin anything, I'm really excited to learn more about these cups. Like fucking Taco Bell. Just <laughs> Dude, yeah. Giving away cups. Like, and cups yeah. And cups, like, and cups for years. Seriously, a whole decade of cups. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, just growing that trash pile in the, in the middle of the Pacific, you know, exponentially. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sure so, there's a collector's market for those. I'm sure there's like some people out there in Bell Nation that might is. still have their collectibles and we would oh, love to, dude, to hear about hey, that too. If you, if you in Bell Nation have a cup, please drop a photo of it in, 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 uh, yeah. on the post that we, we do on Facebook. Please find us on Facebook, put a post up. We would love to see some of your pictures. Um, yeah, for real. Because like seriously, how good, how, how much, how quality are these cups? And like, did they make it to 2020? You know, <laughs> we want to know if these cups will. Uh, we want to know if these cups still work in yes. their cup functions. Yeah, because uh, you know I'm really interested in uh, the toppers that they had. You know, like the Darth Vader toppers and stuff uh, from the from '97. Yeah. I, I, you know, my I remember my grandma had uh, like one of the cups with the toppers on it, and that bad boy lasted easily to like 2005. Yeah, and then and then they just got beat up, you know, just being in the dishwasher and stuff. Um, but first, this just in. Live from the Cheesy Gordita Bunch newsroom in Austin, Texas, this is Talk Over the Town with your hosts, Jordan, Nick, and Devin. So, uh, Big Bell is continuing to redefine the Quick Stop restaurant experience in its latest concept unveiled this past month. Now, Taco Bell... They're a brand that prides itself on thinking outside the bun. Uh, so what they've done is they've cultivated this new fast food experience. And what they're doing is uh, they're actually trying to push some new concepts by quarter one of 2021. Uh, and of course, their new restaurants will feature some, um, some major changes. And uh, the first one being they're going to go ahead and minimize the actual restaurant itself. Uh, what they're calling it is the Taco Bell Go Mobile Restaurant, and they're going to be 53% smaller than the average restaurant. I mean, they're pretty small already, dude. Like, it's not they are like pretty small. massive. It's, I mean, they're not very big. I mean, what, what, they don't want people sitting inside anymore? What's the deal? Well, I mean, look, at, I, think, I think coronavirus has probably pushed it more towards that way. You know what I mean? Contact yeah, all stuff. All drive through and... Yeah, well, so not only are they minimizing, um, you know, the restaurant size, but they're adding dual drive-throughs, and we've we've seen like Chick Fil A and Whataburger in our area. They've mastered that shit. I mean, like, you Chick Fil A's drive-through is like a whale-oiled machine, and it's it's amazing. It's impressive. 
Yeah, no, it's super impressive. Taco Bell saw that and said, we can do it better. And what they've actually <laughs> done is they this idea. <laughs> what they've done is they are now including uh, a new priority lane for rapid service. So when you need that taco on the go, you know, hit that bad boy in the app, boom, you're in priority lane, you're good to go. You need that uh, quick, you need that quick fix. You just can't, you just can't, you just can't stand waiting in that regular drive-through line for, for long enough. You know, five minutes. I don't have five minutes. Five minutes. I'm on the, I'm on the go. I need my cheese roll up now. <laughs> you know, well, what? I, you know, I, I, I'm going to say like, I think this is a, a, a big bell revolution. If you want to call it that, like, I think that not letting people go into Taco Bell anymore is probably a good move um i think that the the taco bell for the most part the taco bell interior uh is is never really like as comfortable uh, yeah never as comfortable as sitting in your car in the drive-thru uh, most <laughs> of the time when I, go to taco bell, I choose to drive through like i i will I'm, i don't go to taco bell and say hey i, I really want to eat off of one of those tables <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the, the the chairs are never comfortable <clears throat> they're never comfortable the, yeah. the boots the boots are like super uncomfortable as well but i will say this it does actually make sense because if you were to take this from like a legitimate accounting perspective and you look at what part of the building is actually making money square footage yeah, there's kitchen. literally no one inside those fucking taco bells yeah. like they're empty all the time and like no one's like, like they're so far apart. everybody sits super super far apart because well, they can because <laughs> there's no one else in there. there. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, I wonder uh, if people they... at Taco Bell were uh, practicing uh, social, uh, social distancing, distancing yeah, beforehand. For years. <laughs> I, I'm just imagining, like, if they decide to go through with this, like, we're gonna like walk into like a Taco Bell in like 30 years, and there's just gonna be like dust on everything. And... <laughs> <laughs> just like, well, uh, Taco Bell has been moving towards this. Um, pretty much all year you know they've seen the way coronavirus has impacted uh their company and uh, what they've decided to do is just go more of the tech route uh so they've uh, started synchronizing uh, the digital experience uh, taco bell's been using smart kitchen tech to sync its app uh, with the taco bell mobile uh, restaurants uh, which will tell them of course you know when you arrive it will uh, actually also suggest the quickest route for like a seamless pickup wow so yeah this is super intuitive they, uh, I actually Google use, Maps. Who they partner with? What's the one Waze? You know, probably, probably. But yeah, I I've used the app this week uh, just to see exactly like how it works, and it was pretty fucking seamless. You know, like I ordered it an hour in advance. I pulled up at the exact time. They're like, cool, just pull around front. They hand it to me. I was good to go. It was it was really seamless, and it was uh, it was awesome. Look at Bell Nation. Look at look at Big Bell taking taking yeah. care of the people. So and, and I got some uh, uh, reward points. Ooh. Oh, hey! Yeah, you know your boy got <laughs> big, big money, Mister Mister Taco Bell himself. Taking <laughs> <laughs> cash in, those, in on those for some, for some Taco Bell breakfast. That's that's yeah. how you know you eat too much Taco Bell when you can start <laughs> cashing in your rewards points. <laughs> I, I'm trying to get a boat, a Taco Bell boat. Ooh, <laughs> reward points. <laughs> Uh, another thing that they're doing, uh, the fourth thing, is uh, curbside pickup. Uh, customers will now have the option to receive uh, just contactless curbside pickup. And, uh, of course, this is another move uh, that will, you know, extend beyond the era of Rona. I just, I don't know, man. Something about Taco Bell app just says I don't need that on my phone right now. 
You know what Are I mean? Are you serious? It Did does. Did you just say that? You'll, Are we going to keep let, this in? You'll let Chick-fil-A into your phone, but Taco Bell, either your beloved restaurant that you do a bi-weekly show on, no, doesn't have access. No, man. Quote, unquote, beloved. I don't know. I Something tells me, something tells me, like, I, I'm just... You don't I'm, even, I'm, you don't I'm even deserve any Verde sauce. Yeah, <laughs> hey, hey, big I'm facts. Just, Those I'm, are big facts. Okay, all right. Let, let me just say this instead. I'm skeptical, okay? I'm a little bit skeptical about, like, my, my return on, on how much I invest with release of these points here. Because Oh, so you're just going to go to Taco Bell without getting points now? So I'm so just you're choosing not to get reward points and free stuff from Taco Bell because you're well, skeptical all I about know, something. All I want to know is 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 what's the point system here and how's it working? I need to get the app. Yeah. I'm gonna download. That's this what shit. it sounds like. You need. I'm gonna to I'm gonna download this shit and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. You're right. And then God forbid you have to cough up the dollar fifty or whatever it costs <laughs> without the loyalty points. <laughs> So uh, another thing that Taco Bell is doing and that, and that we'll see at the beginning of the quarter is they're introducing bellhops. And uh, the bellhops, uh, Bell they're going to streamline. Yeah, I know. It's pretty awesome. That's that should, great. Why is that? that should, that's, we're, we're the king of Taco Bell puns. Not Taco Bell. All right? <laughs> that should have been ours. Yeah, I feel, well, I, I feel like they stole that from us, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the bellhops are uh, in order just to streamline the experience even further. Uh, Big Bell's adding tablet orders to the drive-thru and curbside pickup, all being operated, of course, by bellhops. So I think it's going to be pretty similar to Chick-fil-A in that sense, you know, where they're going to have people out there probably in the second uh, second lane, you know, just um, just helping you with your order. You know what I mean? Um, but they should have, honestly, they should have been calling their employees bellhops from the jump. Absolutely. Absolutely. They should have jumped on that one in the 70s. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When it was like popular. Now, like, I don't know, was it Sonic? I think their employees are called bellhops because not bellhops. Uh, what are they called? Uh, car hops. Car hops. Car hops. Yeah, they're on roller skates. I was going to say high school kids. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just going to say what, like, I'm really curious because this is like, you know, I don't know if we're going to touch on this or edit this out and leave it for another episode, but we uh, big news in Bell this week is losing these, these items, these, all these new items that are supposedly going to be leaving. And I'm just curious, like, are all these changes that are happening to Taco Bell now happening at the expense of losing items from the menu? Do we know that? Um, what do you mean? Well, I just mean it seems like in an effort to like streamline and make things more efficient and quicker so that there's no interaction in the restaurant, that they're severely limiting things on their menu and cutting, like making huge cuts, like, you know, obviously the potato items, but now the Mexican pizza and the chicken items and things like that. By the way, what the fuck, dude? The Mexican pizza? It's a gym. Well, one thing I did hear was that the Mexican pizza, one of the reasons they're getting rid of it is that it is the biggest... uh, waste it's like there's like there's the cardboard that it comes in you know there's like millions of pounds yeah. of waste made out of that cardboard that it comes in every year God, yeah I, I i've read that as well that uh the reason why they're doing it is just to go a little more green um so i don't know i'm excited i'm i'm cool with it these they're not cutting really any of the items that i like you know and i don't really see them cutting the cheesy gordita crunch anytime soon no um, get rid of that no way yeah, so don't no say way. never Oh yeah, I might jinx it. Where's the wood? No, yeah, there we go. Yeah, thank yeah, thank you. Um, 
but yeah, they're, they're, they're taking away five new items. Uh, well, not five new items. They're, they're taking away some, uh, five items. The rapid order. That's just gotta be like for like the, like the real hardcore Taco Bell. You gotta go in there and know your Taco Bell, like an auctioneer, like I'll take the cheese. Well, I think, I think if you have the app, you're pretty dedicated. So uh, if you have, if you already have the app, you know that Taco Bell is moving uh, towards an app-based experience. And uh, from the information given to us by Taco Bell, the app is going to cut down wait time by 15 seconds. That's it. I mean, I guess that's a lot in the grand scheme of things. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get the app soon. But I will say this, um, if 15 seconds doesn't seem like a lot, but if you were to go into a dark room and count to 15, it, it would be much longer than you think. I, I I was going to say the same thing. And if you can like put all the times, if I could have 15 seconds for every time I went for Taco Bell, I've had at least a fucking two week vacation. (laughs) (laughs) At least. At least. Oh yeah. That's like what they used to do. That's like pooping at work. Did you ever like hear that thing? Yeah. yeah, The statistic. You get like 40 hours if you like do it, you know, a couple times a day or something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's not a crime to poop on company time. Exactly. (laughs) Honestly, everybody out there in Bell Nation, when you go back, it's well, it's Labor Day tomorrow, but you know, when you do go back to work, poop. poop yeah, take a, take a poop on on company time. As, as a matter of fact, have some nice taco, have some Taco Bell before you go to work, okay? Or on your lunch break, <laughs> and, it'll and you'll guarantee you, a poop. It'll yeah, you're guaranteed a poop. Yeah, it might, it, it might not be nice though. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, thank this you. Is great though, Taco Bell not just serving us food, giving us more life. This is yeah, I mean, giving this, us this a reason to take a break at work. This is why we love Taco Bell, giving us more life. That 15 seconds it adds up, and we get to spend more time with our families. And we get to- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't come home. I was I was held up at Taco Bell for 15 seconds. Sorry, Mr. Birthday Party, son. But Dad, we haven't seen. <laughs> but Dad, we haven't seen you in 20 years. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you for coming to the cheesy gordita bunch news center now back to our regular show <laughs> ground control to bell nation this is our 1970 section grab your enchirito So let's talk about uh, the Taco Bell commercials. Now, I don't know, um, we, we'd created a, uh, a playlist and I think that uh, we're gonna release that playlist on our uh, YouTube channel. So you can go and check out all the commercials that, that we've watched um, for this episode and the coming episode. Um, but the first and the earliest commercial that I could find was, um, in, uh, was originally aired in 1976, starring uh, the TV actor, Patrick Duffy, famous for Dallas. Uh, now in this commercial, Patrick Duffy basically just goes up to the counter. Uh, he sees some dude just making a bunch of different Taco Bell items. And he's like, oh, well, which one's that? Oh, well, this is the Enchirito. I'll take an Enchirito. And it, it's just basically that. And then it ends with this, uh, I think it's a really bad jingle where they go, taco, 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 taco bell. And oh, then they say, yeah, it's terrible, right? <laughs> and then I, the I, slogan, uh, the slogan that they say at the end is the fresh food place, Taco Bell. I don't know what you have against the, like, the original 70s Taco Bell, the taco, taco, taco song. 
I, I honestly thought it was interesting watching those videos because you can see this like this downward spiral of self acceptance where that Taco Bell has like ended at. Because like when you watch those advertisements from the seventies, it's much more like, Hey, very happy. Like there's kids running around the, the logo is very bright and like happy yeah, dude, the Letterman jacket. You know? Yeah. That, dude, that kid. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah. Okay. So that one, um, that one was like, was kind of, that one, I didn't, the song had me feeling like, creeped out. It sounds like, it sounds like a fucking jingle from, from, you know, those, those, um, those, those puppets and those Muppets from Shrek when he walks into the, right before he walks into the kingdom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's exactly yeah, okay, what that jingle sound like. Just like a, like a broken, like a haunted animatronic. Dude, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, the funny thing is, is the only thing that, uh, that transcended the years uh, was the Taco Bell jingle, uh, because it would go through different like variations and ideations uh, through the late 70s, but it would always end with uh, Taco, 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 Taco Bell, which was, I, again, I just think it's like a really terrible, hokey uh, jingle, you know, compared to like the actual, the actual song is like pretty good. I like the actual song where they talk about enchiladas and burritos and I don't know. Opposed to that other song that you like, that's like nickel, 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 <laughs> and not taco, 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 taco. Um, yeah, I guess you're right. I, I think I, I like, you know, I like the jingle. I really love, like, it's so weird because we talked about this on our first episode about the Enchirito, but like you watch these old ads and like, man, people fucking love the Enchirito. Like yeah. it, it, it was like a part of the original kind of rotation of like popular items, but you look at it and it's like, it's just so weird. It looks like this like fucking weird, like melted snowman. With these, yeah. like, <laughs> these like olive buttons or something. I, I don't know. I, I was per- really like blown away when they showed the Enchirito. I was like, God damn, that, that shit yeah. really was popular. People did love that shit. Yeah, uh, that's, what, that's why it like uh, made a resurgence in the uh, late, early, uh, late 80s, early 90s uh, because people just loved it. But yeah, so the, the jingle was the only thing to continue on into the 80s. Uh, but it would only, you know, um, it would only go into one year uh, because Pepsi in 1987, like we talked about in the last episode, um, had bought Taco Bell. Um, but there had been some kind of like leading up to it because uh, Pepsi was like almost exclusively at Taco Bell, you know, just like Coke products are at McDonald's. And in 1977, a year before <clears throat> Big Bell was sold to PepsiCo, uh, Pepsi ran uh, the 12 Days of Christmas promotion. And what it was is uh, it was a bunch of, uh, you know, it's the 12 Days of Christmas uh, in the little pint-sized glasses. And uh, they would release two medium-sized cups every week, exclusively leading up to Christmas. And uh, that was <clears throat> like kind of like their first success that they realized like, okay, well, we, we need to release uh, these cups like once a week or twice a week, uh, uh, one exclusive cup once a week to get people to come back. So was this you know, before or after? So they started doing cups before they were bought by Pepsi then? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, because they were working with Pepsi. Okay. You know so, what I mean? so that was a completely like, like that was a, a with Pepsi innovation then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I, I'm pretty sure that Pepsi was the one who came up with this uh, because in the beginning of the commercial, um, actually, and I'm sorry, because I don't think I put this in the playlist. Um, the <clears throat> commercial opens with like them uh, uh, showing a video of like a Pepsi soft drink machine. 
and then it shows Santa Claus and he's like talking about these 12 days of Christmas and then he maniacally laughs at the end. Uh, it's, it's really it's really creepy and uh, kind of funny. But I, I did some research and I looked up and uh, I looked up on, on eBay to see if I could get a complete complete set of 12 days of Christmas cups. And uh, of course, I was not disappointed. I can get a full set for $25. Nice. I thought you were going to say like $4,000 later, I got the entire. <laughs> <laughs> In 1978, uh, the, first, the first movie promotion that Taco Bell had ever done, uh, they partnered up with WB for the release of uh, Superman. And they had the movie, uh, movie collector cups. And when I first watched this commercial, I thought he was, because in the commercial, there's this dude, and he was like, Taco Bell is selling exclusive Superman glasses. And I was like, why do we need, like, like glass? I was, like, thinking, like, actual glasses for some reason. Uh-huh. And then, uh, yeah, and then they show these, like, little little cups. And, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's where the first movie promotion uh, with Taco Bell comes in. So, first of all, I, I love that, that Superman movie. The 1979 Superman is probably yeah the Richard the, Donner. It's probably the best super well by far the best that Superman's ever been done. Christopher Reeve and Marlon Brando. Um, yeah, I, I, I can agree with that. Absolutely. Man, unfortunately, I haven't seen that one. Oh man, it's Jordan. You'd love it. <laughs> no, you'd probably like <laughs> Man of Steel more. <laughs> hey, bro, Man of Steel was so dope, bro. Oh my God. gosh, dude. They destroyed that whole town. Literally destroyed. Yeah, you know I how know. Superman, the, the hero, destroys this entire city? No, no, I wasn't the hero. It was the villains, but it was great. I love that scene. Was, Superman, was awesome. Superman didn't help. He wasn't, like, there rebuilding stuff. <laughs> I mean, I... Uh, but but uh, the, I actually really like that ad because it's really simple. Like you can kind of see like, um, you know, a lot of ads from like the early 80s and late 70s, they just like, they're very simple. And I really like that. You know, if, you ha- if you're in Bell Nation, you should definitely watch the playlist that we're going to post. But the, the commercial is basically just this guy like sitting behind a Taco Bell c- counter telling you uh, what, 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 what's special on the menu right now. And then he shows, yeah. you know, an S on his chest, but that's it. It rips uh, off his glasses. Yeah, he ripped off his glasses, yeah. tears his shirt open, is like, but, Superman, you know? <laughs> but I, I, love, I love the simplicity of it. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and I liked it because it didn't um, do the Taco Bell jingle at the end. Yeah, because um, yeah. that jingle was, is, I don't know. I don't like it either. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hot trash. That jingle <laughs> is Krypton night. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that jingle is my Kryptonite for sure. Oh. Well, you know, one of the things is, and, and uh, what we're actually going to see this in the 80s, uh, that's when they really start branching out to more stuff than uh, just tacos. Um, so the 80s marked a completely new era for Taco Bell. Uh, just two years prior to the, uh, to the 80s, um, they were just bought by PepsiCo. Uh, so what they did is they kept the jingle for just one year. And then they ditched the jingle and the slogan, one and only original Taco Bell. Uh, they only did that for, for one year in the 80s. Um, you know, because their new owner daddy, Brad, <laughs> a.k.a. PepsiCo, uh, they wanted to appeal to the masses, you know, because 
before then, they were only in like little niche markets, like uh, in uh, was it? It's not Sandusky, Ohio. Where was it? Where where was a uh, other one at? Um, Springfield. It was in Springfield, Ohio. That was the first one in uh, across the Mississippi. And then um, you know they were all up and down um, Southern California. Uh, so what they did is they changed the logo from a uh, Mexican dude snoozing under a giant sombrero uh, with bell written, uh, taco written on the sombrero, and then bell written on a bell. Um, and they, subtle in their in, in their racism there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and what they did is they uh, they um, just had the bell as the logo, which is probably one of the best calls Pepsi has ever made. Is just simplify the logo and have Taco Bell. Uh, other, the- other than not calling it Brad's drink. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they've made some good. They've made a couple of good decisions. Yeah. So uh, you know, with this newfound confidence, Taco Bell is ready to conquer the U.S. And uh, from 1978 to 1983, they went from 868 restaurants to over 1,600. You know, just doubling in size. Uh, just because of these, I mean, they're not simple, simple um, changes because they obviously also just invested in some property and just put it everywhere. But uh, I think they, it grew in popularity because of the simplicity of the logo and their, again, new owner daddy, Brett. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I always love the, like, I mean, I'm, I'm of that age now where I remember like when Taco Bell did like the transition in my lifetime to their new, to the new, what the new logo looks like. I prefer the old logo, like the old Adobe looking. The retro. Gold. Yeah, I, I wish they had kept that, uh, that logo. I think it's, I think it's much cooler. I like. I, don't know. Red- I think my favorite Taco Bell logo is the logo from uh, Demolition Man. From Demolition, I gotta look that up. Yeah, it's pretty badass. It's like a futuristic uh, logo, and I think we should probably do an episode on uh the fast food wars uh that the demolition man talks about i think it'd be really fun really funny um <clears throat> i mean i like i like the new one because i like the neon i know neon's kind of like coming back um mm-hmm. in some in some fashion so I, I do like the neon i like the new one um i think the 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 innovation they've done is like to, to make it more like <clears throat> to just make it um, even better, in my opinion, is, is yeah, more good. flashy, more catchy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, like a little yeah. bit nicer, a little bit glowy. You know, get people's attention. I mean, because at the end of the day, that blue like neon light is indicating what kind of like heck it creates like this nostalgic feeling. Because I mean, most of the time we're going to talk, or some of the most, or half the time we're going to Taco Bell and we're fucking we're slammed. We are yep. hammered, right? Obviously, we're sitting shotgun clearly because we would never drive there. Wink, but, wink, 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 wink. Thank you. But, but nonetheless, <laughs> eating Taco Bell when you're blackout drunk is the way to do it. And so, see, eating Taco Bell at night, you know, that's like, you know, that's that's, that's what exactly do. what they did. Uh, whenever they started doing the like uh, up past three p.m. or three a.m., and then they'd have the little bell, little neon bell on the commercials. We'll, we'll, <laughs> actually, we should talk about this in uh, in our next episode about the early two thousands because that definitely has a lot to do with. Um, with how how think how um, pop culture and young people have shaped uh, what Taco Bell is now. All right, um, maybe, so, we'll, maybe we'll edit that out then. Anyway, no, 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 no. It's fine. Um, so while Burger King was selling the collectors' uh, cups for Empire Strike Back, uh, arguably the best Star Wars movie, uh, Taco Bell was working 
with some Trekkies for the uh, third Star Trek movie, which is not a very good movie. Have you guys seen Oh, Jordan, I know you haven't seen it. Devin, have you seen it? I, I have seen it. I, I can't, to be honest with you, I can't remember it. I can't remember, like, what happens in it. Um, I, I've never been that much. I'm not much of a Star Trek guy, but I have seen most of the films. So um, your boy got Live Long and Prosper tattooed yeah. on his neck. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a little, it's a high chest. It's high yeah, chest. high chest, high chest area. I, uh, I and John Luke Picard on my arm. I feel like that was, um, so, I, I mean, I don't want to ruin anything either, but I, I think it was really awesome how there was like a flip in the 90s where Taco Bell absorbed all of the Star Wars franchise stuff. Yeah. But I really do like, you know, I do like, um, uh, I feel like as just, uh, as somebody who, uh, as a fan of sci-fi, that like Star Trek stuff is absolutely more collectible. Like there's people out there who are much sure. more crazy about Star Trek stuff. Uh, so I think that the fact that there's all like all of this, uh, you know, all of those glasses from that yeah. era, it's, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. For so collectors. So speaking of that, um, in this in this um, in this campaign, uh, Taco Bell come up with four cups. Now the first cup is Spock lives, because the movie is about after Spock had uh, was killed by uh, Khan, um, famously in the second movie. Uh, so the they have movie. a Spock lives. Yes. It, I, yeah. I totally agree. Um, they have Spock live a Spock lives cup. They have a Lord Krug uh, villain cup, who was famously played by Christopher Lee, uh, and uh, it's not Christopher Lee, Christopher Lloyd. Jesus, completely different people. They had a uh, Fartor, a Faltor pan cup, and the Enterprise destroyed cup. And uh, a lot like the um, um, you know the Twelve Days of Christmas promotion, a Big Bell was releasing a cup uh, every week for 69 cents so they yeah they were uh humongous i remember my grandma had some uh had had some of these cups uh, especially the empire destroyed cup because i think that was the first film where the M uh not the empire the enterprise was actually destroyed on film um mm. so yeah it was it was it was it was pretty badass those cups they're again just little medium cups they were glass this is before they went to plastic and they're still pretty collectible today they're, they're super cool, and, like, the fact that you could get a glass, like, you would have to order a drink, but you could get a glass cup for 69 cents was, like, super, super cool. Um, was this before, I, I, I couldn't tell, like, was this before Taco Bell had a kid's menu and were giving out toys? Because it I, feels I believe so. I, I think the kid's menu came in in the 90s. Okay. Because I think that's when, uh, I think they're trying to, like, compare uh, the Happy Meal. Um, <laughs> Yeah, because up to, up to the 90s, I didn't really read anything about toys um, or people getting collectible toys like uh, in, the, in the Star Wars edition stuff. I wish they still did that because like I, you know, I would still buy like a glass, a glass cup from a movie. Hell you know, like, yeah. It's so much cooler than a, a Happy Meal toy. Imagine, it's, for every, it's for everybody, you know? Yeah, imagine <laughs> getting a, uh, a Transformers Age of Extinction glass oh, yeah. Taco Bell cup. Boom! Just getting a little plastic Shia LaBeouf, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, so all throughout the 80s, Taco Bell ran a whole slew of uh, campaigns. Uh, so this is when they really started releasing specialty items. And when I say spe specialty items, I mean stuff that just aren't tacos and burritos. 
so in 1983, uh, they introduced the now iconic uh, nachos. And they released that with a, uh, a commercial, a scathing commercial about fries being all phallic and floppy compared to the nice hard crunch of a nacho. Um, you can then, either eat a nice, nice nacho shell or you can suck on a <laughs> fried potato. <laughs> you can just back and forth suck on it until all the potato comes out. <laughs> I can't believe it was described that way. Yeah, seriously. Well, I described it that way because that's, oh, okay. <laughs> if you see, the, if you look at the commercial, she's like, uh, she's like sitting on a park bench and she's like looking at someone and they're like pulling out these like floppy fries that are like all drooped and phallic and she's like, uh, and then they're like, well, you could also get uh, Taco Bell's new, and then it shows a nice little crunchy nacho. They're erect. They're erect. Chips. <laughs> you want some wet ass fries? Taco or you Bell. want hard ass, hard ass nachos? Taco Bell for when you're sick of sucking the potato dick. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so in 1986, when Big Bell, um, in 1986, Big Bell released the notoriously bad C. Food salad and in this commercial taco bell had the audacity to criticize the mcdonald's fish filet wait um, so they didn't just have the audacity to make the salad they had the <laughs> to talk shit on the, the fish filet which is an amazing sandwich by the way fucking it, amazing sandwich at mcdonald's it is it, it is an amazing sandwich and, and the funny thing about this commercial is at the end two employees are looking at this operations manual and they're like, see, square means fish, round means beef. And it's just, it's just like fucking petty. You know what I mean? It, it, I don't know. It was, it was so good. Um, and, I mean, there's a reason why the fish filet is still around and the seafood salad. Uh, listen to our first episode if you want to hear all the ingredients in the seafood salad and why it was so fucking terrible. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, the commercial was... was <clears throat> Yeah, it, it was another one of those like really simple commercials uh, where uh, someone walks into a fake McDonald's and uh, is basically talked down to. You know what I mean? Like uh, they're basically calling the employees dumb for for liking uh, fish fillets. I think audacity is the right word. Dis yes. Disrespectful. Fucking idiot. <laughs> you got to get the, t the, the, I don't know, the seafood salad. So much better. <laughs> What kind of fucking dummy would go get a burger, a, a seafood burger at that? I like to go to Taco Bell and let the seafood salad dribble down my chin. <laughs> <laughs> so horrible. Yeah, but you know that's when they were really uh, trying out these new items, and they were like, you know, they had specific commercials. They abandoned the jingle completely, um, and they actually they they from what I can tell, they didn't have a, a slogan. You know what I mean? Like now, where they had uh, Live Moss, Viva Gordita, Li uh, Think Outside the Bun, you know, stuff like that. They they didn't really have a um, a, a slogan to to work on, uh, but you know. No Taco Bell commercial or, or, or tie-in really stuck into the collective conscious uh, like the 1989 Batman promotion. Um, like the Star Trek uh, campaign, they had four cups, 
but these cups were, um, you know, big 32 ounce cups. Um, they were plastic and the campaign literally broke records. Uh, and, and even one franchisee said, uh, we went from selling 600 large drinks to, uh, a day to selling a thousand large drinks a day. And then wow. another location said that their profits went up 25% Dude, just because of this one campaign. It's because Batman's the shit. I mean, it's, it's, uh, let's be honest. I, I don't think it's the Cubs. I think it's the Batman promotion. Yeah, they, they're pretty badass. And uh, I mean, it also helped that the movie was really fucking good. You know what I mean? Like this movie... And um, and as you'll see as we get into the '90s, uh, Taco Bell places bets on like a lot of bad movies. Are we going to talk about um? Are we going to talk about the Ghostbusters ad? Because I thought that was cool too. How- so that the Ghostbusters ad uh, that was for a uh, Taco Bell blockbuster partnership. Uh, that wasn't uh, them releasing stuff for uh, Ghostbusters. They were saying, hey come to Taco Bell, we'll give you a, uh, a little pass where you can go rent a movie. Gotcha. And they were just watching the Ghostbusters then. Um, gotcha. Okay. So, so that was, but that was from the eighties, that ad, right? No, that was from the nineties. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was from the nineties. Cause that was when uh, they were doing the Taco Bell doc. Makes sense. Okay. Jumping the yeah. gun here. Staying in the eighties. No, 80s no, no worries. So, um, <laughs> so all because of this amazing partnership, um, uh, ta- you know, Taco Bell was completely uh, amped to do some more, you know, movie tie-ins. But unfortunately, they lost out um, to the next Batman film, Batman Returns, which went to McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Less so it, it did good, but it Less, didn't do that good. Yeah. Less good. Less good of a movie. I would, If I could have a piece of mem- Batman memorabilia from that era, I would much rather have something from Batman 89 than something. From yeah, Batman. I think, oh, I totally I think that's agree. like, I think that's totally unanimous. I think that there's like, most people would agree with that for sure. Even though Dana DeVito's Penguin is pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> Dana DeVito's Penguin is seriously etched into the horrors of my memory. Like it was so <laughs> uncomfortable. nose and shit. Oh, it's just so un- I just got chills thinking about it. I'm, I, let's move that, on. He looks like somebody who would order the seafoods out. <laughs> oh yes oh what man that should have been a good tie-in because isn't there isn't there a scene in the movie where he's like eating a raw fish like golem yeah, yeah like, i remember that it's like I remember come, that. come to taco bell and eat the seafood salad like penguin <laughs> <laughs> so so now we're in the 90s and uh this will uh you know be it just pretty much all about the movie tie-ins uh just because like we had said in the beginning of the episode, the 90s was the peak of Taco Bell uh, commercial, literal commercial success. Eating tacos in the 90s. Hey, Godzilla, come and find me. Hey, George Lucas, where's my Hummer? No one wanted. What a bummer. Yeah. The campaign's success hinge on how actual like how good the actual movie was you know what i mean and and taco bell really found this out the hard way in 1995 when they spent a small fortune on the movie congo do you guys remember this movie at all hey um i'll uh i'm not gonna sit here and listen to people badmouth congo on this (laughs) oh my god you like that movie i love congo are you kidding me oh god great movie not like critically 
So I can see how it was a, <laughs> I can see how it was a flop at, at Taco Bell, but um, wasn't that also like the introduction of the volcano burrito? I mean, those yes, were big things. Yes, it was. And it was also the introduction to a uh, talking gorilla, uh, which was, I mean, Mighty Joe Young did it better. Okay, that may be controversial, <laughs> but Mighty, Mighty Joe, Joe Young, <laughs> it did it better uh, because Congo actually had an opening weekend of, of $24.6 million, ultimately only making $81 million in the U.S. And it actually got the amazing Tim Curry a Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Supporting Actor. Can God. you believe that? Devin's over here praising this movie. God. It's right his Citizen Kane when in reality it's a duty movie. Hey, I don't know a single Transformer that got a Golden Raspberry Award. Oh, well, I can pull up the list for you because <laughs> I'm sure they have them. Congo, Congo is great because it's a bad movie. Congo is one of those movies. It's like Anaconda. Did you ever see Anaconda? Anaconda is a, a great movie, though. Yeah, Anaconda, yeah. Congo is great in the same way. I don't know, man. I don't know. Anaconda is good because John Boy is a great villain. Ice Cube is was the first black man to survive a horror movie. Hey, you know what I mean? Mike, my question though, if Anaconda is so great, where's their Taco Bell tie-in? Case <laughs> <laughs> so, closed. So Taco Bell definitely bet on the wrong movie uh, because that same year. Uh, Burger King was working with Disney on the Pocahontas campaign, and McDonald's was working uh, with the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers on a similar campaign. So, two <clears throat> uh, objectively better movies. Um, yeah, we're going up against this completely ass movie with Tim Curry <laughs> as a supporting actor. Uh, <laughs> um, but, you know, 1997, uh, Taco Bell really hit it big. Uh, they not only uh, secured, you know, one major, um, major movie promotion, but they got two. Okay. The first one being Batman and Robin, the movie, which was great, great movie, obviously. What? You said great movie. You didn't like it. No, I don't like 30 year old Robin. Come ba on. Are we thinking of the same movie Batman and Robin what? with, with Chris O'Donnell? Chris O'Donnell. Yes. Are you sure that that's what you're thinking of Jordan? Maybe not. Fuck it. Take it out. Whatever. No, okay. No, no, that's saying sure. in. People need to know that you like bad movies. No, I, I might. I, we might not be talking about the same thing, but I don't want to go into we, it. Let's we we won't. We won't leave it in. But uh, in other words, that was that that movie was a w flopped as well. So they, yes. So they they failed on that one in that regard. Yes. They 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 did not pick well again. Yeah. The only the only thing successful about that movie was this Taco Bell campaign. Mm. Woo. Wow. Yes. Um, and, um, of course, the, the, in 97, uh, Star Wars uh, and George Lucas got greedy and did the re-releases uh, of the original Star Wars films. And they got that campaign as well, uh, which was, again, another humongous success. And the movies were also humongously successful. So that just fell right into there. They, they hit the gold mine on that one. I mean... It's like they yeah. make all of these horrible decisions. Let's go with, like, how did the Star Wars even fall into their lap? They're like, they said, like, oh, they, they just represented Congo and uh, Batman and Robin. Yeah, probably, uh, probably a good partner. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, I'm, I'm curious, too, because, like, obviously Star Wars is one of the greatest, like, movie series of all time. And I'm like, man, 
where how did they come up so heavy on like that like why didn't they well, why didn't they go with anyone else and um i mean obviously taco well, bell is the best choice but i'm just yeah, saying well, let's, well, let's, well let's, put, let's hold on let's put this in a pin real quick because one thing i would like to talk about with the batman movies uh because you know they weren't they weren't you know human humongously successful uh just because joel schumacher and um you know a bunch of studio uh interference um but they did release humongous plastic cups with game pieces and the game was actually called unmask batman and the cool part is uh you know you're able to win a batmobile if if you got the right piece i looked it up and of course no one got the right piece and no one <laughs> nobody's, <laughs> no one driving, or, nobody's driving around in a 20 year old batmobile right now <laughs> <laughs> with fucking nine miles to the gallon um yeah yeah it, it, it just uh, it was successful uh because it drove people to taco bell but the movie just it, it was complete ass hey lady uh, because uh you think you want to take a spin in my batmobile <laughs> no big deal i want it when uh when they released uh, uh empire strikes back in 1998 taco bell. <laughs> no big deal just hop in we'll go for a spin so <laughs> So in 1997, Star Wars um, A New Hope uh, hit its 20th anniversary. And like I said, George Lucas and Lucasfilms got greedy and they updated the trilogy with new CGI. They added scenes and they ruined the who shot first, Han or Greedo. Um, yeah, but uh, I mean, people still ate that shit up. People loved it. Uh, with, with those re-releases, not only did they release cups, uh, with, uh, you know, the 32-ounce cups with the movable uh, Stormtrooper, Darth Vader, and C-3PO. Oh, my God. Um, but they, uh, they also had, you know, I iconic toys. Uh, and I remember these toys. Um, I remember my dad had the, uh, had the Darth Vader magic cube where on one side it was Darth Vader, on the other side it was Yoda. And I remember having the... Um, the what was it the boba fett balancer did you guys have any of those i had uh, so i don't want to ruin anything again i feel like I'm, I'm jumping ahead on this episode but i did not have any of the or I, I i have i still have some taco bell toys from when phantom menace came out i don't know Damn. if we're going to talk about that today um but i do remember like i do remember like very very kind of like when very specifically when those movies came out and were remastered and they were huge everywhere yeah. everywhere you turn it was like this star wars reboot so um yeah i'm not surprised i, di I didn't have any personally though me either i didn't have any i was four years old so i was i wasn't there yet i wasn't eating that yeah i mean i wasn't like when i was that when i was like seven years old too i wasn't like taco bell i didn't start getting into taco Definitely. bell until i was older I mean, Devin, you also didn't have a TV. In my 40s, in my 50s, yeah. Devin you, don't have to, you don't have pretend, oh. Devin, you don't have to pretend you were seven when I was four. Like, it's, it's all yeah. good. Yeah, that's me. Most boomer guy on the episode. <laughs> so, so I've, I've heard. Go ahead. Uh, so, so along with these cups, Taco Bell uh, started a game just like the Unmasked Batman, but it was called Fill the Force. And the rules were super, super simple. All you had to do was buy a cup. You know, uh, you, you buy a cup, they had a little peel off, you stick it on your forehead and it had like little, it was heat sensitive. Oh, and um, yeah, it would show you what you want. You know, you I, could win cinnamon twists, you could win some nachos, you could win an N64, or you could win a black H1 Hummer. 
Dude. Wow. I, when the I Hummer was out by then? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. It was the big, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger Hummers. You know what I mean? Like, the, the actual legit military-grade Hummers that got two miles to the gallon. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, I, I actually looked it up. And this Hummer was never one either. But it currently resides in the Orlando Auto Museum. Ah, uh, for sale. Fascinating. I'd rather, have, <laughs> I'd rather have the fucking Batmobile, honestly. Than the, well, you don't I want first, a big Hummer with Darth Vader on the side? When I go, oh, there's, when I there's Darth Vader on the side. When hey, I go, let me introduce you to my man, Darth Vader here. Talk <laughs> <laughs> about the full size thing that they were giving out to people. <laughs> Oh, shit. That's actually one thing I forgot to mention is uh, with the Batman 89 thing, people were stealing the large cutouts of them. So they had to stop doing promotions. People were like legit stealing these humongous cutouts from Taco Bell. Bro, they were just walking uh, out the I door. Was, if them. I was walking yes. into it. If I walked into a Taco Bell and saw a life-size Darth Vader, that shit would be coming home with me. There's no <laughs> If I saw somebody stealing a life-size Darth Vader, I'd open the door for them and be like, I want, I, I want, I want to, to see you get away here. That is yeah, all. I mean, yeah. Um, when I first saw that commercial, though, where they were putting a fucking thing on their forehead, bro, oh, man, I, I'm like, dude, it's just, I'm just like, this is corny, dude. Like, That's fuck. The Force, may the force be with you. You. Oh, let me feel the force. Oh, I want some cinnamon twist. Yeah, let me feel the force. May, may the force be with you. You fucking. Just rub it. Just rub <laughs> it around your forehead and like, and like you just it, it, the heat sensor like, and you just and like I I, I would have loved to have to catch any person putting that shit on their forehead, closing their eyes with it, praying, <laughs> praying for a hummer. They're using the force. <laughs> I feel the medichlorians. I'm gonna win this one. Dude, that shit was super corny, but I mean, if you're like a little kid, I can see how I can see how that would get you excited. You're like, yo, they're tapping into their force, bro. Yeah, no, and and, and you know the thing is, is uh, I believe that Taco Bell helped usher in a new generation of people who love Star Wars, uh, because I know that uh, I my dad got the re-releases and I watched the re-releases and I had all these toys. Um, my my cousins had the little R two D two with the little princess leia in it you know i just i feel like taco bell was so influential uh in in my life in the sense that it, it brought pop culture that i probably wouldn't have been interested in um to the forefront you know so um tell us about this tell us about your experience with taco bell toys in the comments as well we want to hear about if you had these toys and uh you know what they brought to you as a child yeah yeah definitely and um i also want to hear your opinions on the on who who shot first because disney plus also ruined that scene uh by showing <clears throat> by by just muddling up the the lore um so our next one um after Olin, uh, after roland emmerich's box office success with independence day the german director uh got a shot at you know to, to bring the king of monsters to america uh, with Godzilla 1998. Uh, now, this was one of my favorite commercials because this, this tra the trailer alone like really stuck with me because oh, you didn't really see Godzilla, but you saw uh, him step down on Hank Azaria. Oh, another Hank Azaria reference um, in, in the commercial while he's like filming. And uh, I just remember, I remember uh, the commercial where the Taco Bell dog like has a bunch of tacos 
all over New York City trying to catch the Taco Bell. I mean, trying to catch uh, the you know Godzilla. And I I don't know. It just that just really stuck with me. Um, no, but same again, here. When I was a little kid, dude, I was completely like captivated by the Godzilla movie and like. I, I mean, it was so cool, dude. I had a, I had bed sheets. Did you like I had it? Toys, dude. I, I mean, when I was a little kid, I loved it, dude. It was awesome. I'll never forget this scene where like all that popcorn is flying around and the little babies start hatching oh, up. Oh yeah. Fucking Madison Square Garden, bro. Dude, that movie was super cool. Um, I actually did not know that Taco Bell, um, like, I didn't know before we like did this that Taco Bell did a commercial with them because. I loved that movie. I watched it a bunch of times. So like, it was, it was dope. Um, and I'm super happy Taco Bell, like did some shit with them. Cause I mean, obviously Taco Bell's the shit and so is that movie. So it was dope. Yeah. Uh, and you know, Taco Bell was lucky enough to secure the rights to promote Godzilla. <clears throat> uh, you know, while basically no one liked the movie, the campaign itself was a major success and actually more successful than the movie itself. What are you talking about? Nobody liked that movie. <clears throat> that movie is a terrible movie. Have you seen the ratings I mean, on Rotten Tomatoes? It's, I mean, but I feel like it was really popular. I mean, it, it, maybe Tomatoes. critically, maybe critically it didn't get got shit on. But I mean, I remember that movie like I saw that movie like fucking three times. Yeah, I know. I saw the movie in theaters too. It, it's critically, it was not a good movie, and it and, and it was and critically, it was a flop. Man, fuck Rotten Tomatoes. That was part of my childhood. I fucking love that movie, dude. I mean, yeah. the animated series was better. I don't know if you guys watched the animated series. I uh, a little bit. Was. A little bit. Well, I, I remember from the from the the toys, the Godzilla toys were especially awesome because you could get like, I remember seeing this ad, like strangely, I remember seeing this ad as a kid before I saw the movie where it kind of ruins the egg. You know, you get one mm-hmm. of the toys was like an egg that a baby Godzilla pops yeah. out of so it kind of ruins that whole part of the movie but i um i i love that those toys and i, I don't know like as a i that movie came out when i was nine years old right so like there's mm-hmm. just Devin, something about Devin, like the marketing Devin, you don't have to lie it's all like, good bro. like the green and the black like it just spoke so much to 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 boys yeah no absolutely age. i also like matthew broderick's character because because his name was Nick. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, this was another case where uh, Taco Bell, re- re- uh, they released cups. And uh, the cups, they also had the toppers. And they had a, a big Godzilla topper. Do you guys remember that at all? Yeah. With, like the movie Arms? Yeah. Yeah. She was badass. Um, but in addition to Taco Bell scoring, um, you know, this, but uh, uh, also Doritos and KFC struck a deal and were able to promote um uh godzilla the big three yeah yeah and uh and and we'll talk about this in the next episode uh because there's a commercial where pizza hut kfc and taco bell all like do a phantom menace thing and it's pretty good you know what i mean like it's cool seeing the colonel chilling with you know the taco bell dog so, and the so, pizza hut lady. So we're going to leave Phantom Menace because I got some hot takes on Phantom Menace and that's our, we're going to save that for next episode. Oh, absolutely. We are okay. leaving off our episode uh, on Godzilla um, because, you know, we just move into the 2000s and uh, I, I have some, some hot takes on, on Phantom Menace and I have some, <clears throat> some hot takes on uh, Gidget, the uh, Taco Bell dog. Though Phantom Menace is technically 99, isn't it? Or is, am I uh, tripping on that? 
No, no, I, I do believe it's 99. Um, but it also has to tie in really with uh, the Taco Bell dog and uh, the end of the era, you know what I mean, of the Taco Bell dog. So uh, I don't know. I kind of, if you want to give your hot take on, on Phantom Menace, I'm, I'm totally I'm gonna, down. I'm going to save well. it. I'm going to save it for next week. We only, yeah, uh, we, I want to wait until we have a fresh 59 minutes to. <laughs> so that's where we're going to leave off for this week catch us next episode to conclude our series on taco bell commercials and uh like devin uh said you know go to our facebook uh, go to our instagram on twitter let us know which commercial stuck out to you which movie tie-ins you remember which movie tie-in cups you have <clears throat> and uh what toys you have you know we want we want to hear from you bell nation and um yeah devin yeah, um, thanks, Bell Nation. Uh, yeah, just um, watch the videos, watch the playlist that we post as well so you can actually see some of these commercials yourself. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Devin P. Hanley. And, and Jordan. Yeah, I'm excited. Same here. Um, uh, follow me on Instagram, your boy 112YABOI112. And um, like, comment, share. Uh, if you enjoyed it, keep keep sharing with people, keep talking about it. You know, if you're laughing, dude, bring, you know, bring some people with you. Uh, yeah. we, we here at the cheesy Gordita bunch, we believe in bringing people together and having a good time and, um, and, and laughing and enjoying, uh, you know, friendship and, and, um, this is a great way to do it. So we look forward yeah. to, to hear to, to the next episode and, uh, and, and hearing from you engage yeah. with us on social media and we'll see you soon. Hey, and, and one thing, those, stay off those potato dicks. <laughs> uh, one thing I want to say, um, we're going to be promoting, um, some, some, petitions uh just because there's some really butthurt people in bell nation uh about some of the recent changes so if you can uh like share those uh, those uh those petitions again it's probably you know big bell they're listening they're doing other stuff uh but you know any any way y'all can help uh that'd be awesome and uh, of course you know hi mark hi jane hello that's our show thank you guys so much have a good day uh have a good time have a have a good have a good life have a good evening have a good listen have a good walk (laughs) have a good talk have a good run a good one have a good one yeah Ooh. have a good one